Hey, you're listening to Yo, This Can't Be Life, the podcast that aims to educate and inform Black women on how to take better care of their physical, mental, and financial health. I'm your host, Bree Montgomery, and I'm inviting you to join me as I interview resident experts to find out the cheat codes to living your best life. The information provided is intended to be general advice and should not be considered medical advice. For that, please consult your medical professional. Today, we're talking all about adaptogens. At a high level, there are plants that help us resist the effects of stress and fatigue. Don't worry if you never heard of them. Our guest, Nadine Joseph, will break it all down for you. She is the founder and CEO of Peak and Valley, a company that makes plant-based wellness essentials powered by adaptogens and mushrooms. After studying neuroscience at Johns Hopkins, Nadine yearned for a way to combine her interests in holistic wellness with her desire to help others live healthy lives. She created Peak and Valley as a way to simplify the oftentimes confusing world of adaptogens into something easy, approachable, and science-backed. So with that, I'd like to welcome you to the show, Nadine. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you even got into adaptogens? Yeah, for sure. Um, So there was a period of, gosh, like three years where I was living just a unsustainably stressful lifestyle. Um, I was like, there was a point where I was working overnight. um, And then also in the day I was, and then like right when I would get off of that uh, shift of working overnight, I would go and do research um, at a lab at UC Berkeley. And it was just really challenging. And some things that like I started noticing in my body at the time were that I was just obviously tired all the time. And then even when I transitioned to a portion of my life, when I got enough sleep, I would still have that consistent feeling of tiredness. Mm. And then I was feeling some generalized anxiety and just getting stressed by the smallest things that would happen. And so if you were to actually take a, I guess, like a scientific microscope and just kind of look at what was going on in my body at the time, you'd see that my adrenal glands just like weren't able to keep pace with the constant stress that I was experiencing. My glands were like, oh, well, let's, um, you know, excrete some more cortisol. But I just was, you know, having my body constantly trying to excrete that cortisol and just could not keep up. And so they were functioning below the necessary level. And so then, you know, I went to the doctor and told them about all the things that I was experiencing. And she prescribed me a medication, you know, a traditional SSRI. And I, I really, at the time, I just wasn't, I wanted to know what other options I had, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I'd heard so many negative side effects from some of these medications and I just wanted to see, okay, well, like what are my, the other things that I can do? And so at the time I was actually really ironically (laughs) at a lab studying the neuroscience of stress and how it affects our bodies. (laughs) Yeah. So I was um, doing a joint research program between that. And then I was also working at another lab that studied uh, spinal cord injuries. And so it was just, you know, just super ironic. And so I kind of like delved into this, these months and months of personal research of um, going on PubMed and trying to find out what it is that I can do to help myself feel better. And that's kind of when I discovered adaptogens. 
I still like remember the day I saw the article. It was just something that I was immediately fascinated by. Uh, just the fact that there was this category of herbs and mushrooms that help your body balance its reaction to stress and that it had like this sort of non-specific response to your body and it also um, didn't have any side effects and so these were this was just like something that was blowing my mind and so mm-hmm. I like went online and um, you know tried to order my own adaptogens um, I started off with reishi mushroom and ashwagandha mm-hmm. and I mean, I looked at some of the companies and what they were offering. And I think just because I have a research background, I had a really high standard for what it was that I wanted to put in my body. (laughs) Like I wasn't, you know, I really want to know like how much beta glucans were in the mushrooms and, you know, all of these other things. And um, I couldn't find a company that actually told me that. And so um, I went and started ordering, like just bypassed buying from companies and just started ordering from actual farms and um, other suppliers that were just growing these things and powdering them. Okay. Um, yeah. And so I, like, you could just imagine, like I had these like huge bags of like mushrooms <laughs> and different roots in my kitchen. <laughs> uh... Yeah. And. I was like mixing and creating different blends and just trying to see, you know, what worked for me. And that's kind of how I came up with the three blends that I offer at my company, Peak and Valley. Um, I created one blend that was just helping me balance my stress, um, you know, throughout the day to day. And then another blend that would help me just with my cognitive ability and staying Mm. sharp throughout the day. And then the last blend, which was... I made for my skin. And I mean, just side note, like at the time I had some pretty severe eczema. It was, yeah, it was so bad. I, (laughs) it was just all over my face, my arms. I mean, I would not wish that on anyone. Um, And then when I started taking my skin blend, my eczema actually decreased to about like 10% of what it was. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. And, um, so then like, you know, I started, after I got my blends created, I started sharing them with my family members, um, especially my mom. It was really helpful to her. And then I kind of like looked at all the work I had done one day and just kind of decided to create a company out of it because I noticed that all of the people I was sharing it were having really positive effects. And yeah, I mean, I just kind of went full, <laughs> full force and made peak and valley. (laughs) That is so awesome. And you like clearly were smart, smart because I could have had all those goals and aspirations, but I wouldn't even known to even ask for the amount of whatever in the mushrooms. So it's like, it was just meant to be. That was just like a perfect storm happening right there to even get you on that path. For those of us who are not so familiar with all these things, can you kind of break down what adaptogens actually are? Mm-hmm. For sure. So we can kind of like approach it as in, um, you know, what medicinal mushrooms are and then like mm-hmm. what adaptogenic uh, mushrooms are. 
And so like, if you were just kind of looking at the, the first question, right? Um, medicinal mushrooms, they contain a lot of compounds, but like the most important is beta-glucans. Um, they have the most profound effect on your health. And um, they've been shown to help stimulate the immune system. And there's also been some really cool studies that show that they've helped suppress tumor growth, mm. um, though that's, you know, still ongoing. Um, and so like in terms of the immune system, you can kind of look at their um, abilities in, in two different ways. Like they kind of have like an offensive and a defensive stance, right? Um, in terms of offensive, they, they strengthen the immune system. And you can look at like certain mushrooms such as shiitake and reishi. They kind mm-hmm. of have that effect where they strengthen the immune system. Um, and then on the defensive side, you have um, fungi like cordyceps, which actually help fight viruses and bacteria. And um, then, so, you know, kind of looking at that, you have mushrooms that can also be adaptogens. Um, and then these, so adaptogens are basically a really special group of mushrooms and herbs that help balance your body's reaction to stress. And they do this by acting on the neuroendocrine system, you know, also called the the HPA axis, which is a really long, (laughs) kind of intimidating word. But like, basically, you can think about it as like where the intricate conversation between your brain and your hormonal system take place. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, And so like, if you have chronically high cortisol levels, kind of like what I was experiencing when I was doing like all of the things when I was researching. (laughs) Yeah. um, But that basically translates to is a fatigued neuroendocrine system. Um, You have a system that can't keep up with the amount of cortisol that you have to transmit. And that's when you start experiencing some really big problems with your health. Um, this can affect your immune system, your mood, your energy levels, especially, and, um, even your sex drive too. Mm. And yeah. And so then you kind of have adaptogens that, you know, kind of come in and save the day if you were to, (laughs) um, kind of like incorporate them into your body, what they would do. And this is so unique is that they help your body resist the stress response in a really nonspecific way, which I keep on saying. So like, what does nonspecific even mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think a good example would be um, if you were, let's say like a cross country athlete, this is like one of my favorite examples. Um, Cause I used to be a cross country athlete growing up. And like, let's say you have, a coach that's really training you hard, like one, two hours every day, you're just running. And, um, you know, let's say you, like what everyone experiences when they're training like that is that you have a lactic acid buildup in your muscles. Um, And so that kind of translates into muscle fatigue. And then, you know, after you work out, you have that um, very familiar muscle soreness. Uh, and so, you know, the next time that you go and try to work out, you're probably not going to want to exercise for as long as you had planned or wanted to. Um, and so then if you are that athlete and you start incorporating this adaptogenic fungi, like cordyceps, for instance, um, into your daily, you know, routine, like you're taking one teaspoon every day, let's say, um, then you could be, you're able to delay that muscle fatigue um, because what's happening is that that lactic acid is cleared away from your muscles quicker. 
Um, and studies have shown that cordyceps uh, has the effect of like, you know, enhanced oxygen utilization and blood flow within your body. And so, yeah, so that lactic acid is cleared away and you're able to exercise for um, what you had initially planned. And so like kind of going back to what I was saying about it being nonspecific, adaptogens, like they're geniusly named, right? They literally adapt to (laughs) your body's needs. Um, And that could be physical stress, uh, like in terms of the muscle fatigue we're talking about, or it could be mental stress. But either way, you're going to be less responsive to stress in your day to day. So, yeah. And if you'd like, I could also explain like kind of, you know, like what stress looks like, really. (laughs) Sure. We want all the tea. (laughs) Yeah. So then you could kind of think of stress as like an upside down U as a graph, right? So let's say you're envisioning an upside down U with like a little dip at the end. Right at the top of that U is like your stress response. And that dip is the fatigue after stress, right? And so then when you incorporate adaptogens into your daily routine, that whole graph just kind of flattens out a bit. Uh, Things are less extreme. Your stress response is a lot lower than what it really was. And then when you, you know, experience stress and then afterwards, you're not going to have that fatigue dip at the end. Um, So yeah, that's kind of how adaptogens really have that profound effect on our body. Okay. That is super great. And the fact that it's like (laughs) a natural thing is like the best part. Yeah, I have read that they don't have like a lot of those bad side effects that traditional medicine have. So I'm Mm -hmm. assuming that means that they're pretty safe for everyone to try. Are there any people that should not try them or are there any ones that maybe you should ask about first um, before trying? Yeah, so in order to be actually classified as an adaptogen, it can't have any negative effects on the bodies. Oh, wow. Okay. It it has to be, you know, generally recognized as safe. And, but, you know, whenever you're incorporating any kind of new thing into your diet, it is always best to do some research, a lot of research, um, or work with a company that you're really, that you really trust. Um, or, and also, you know, ask your doctor about what they think about you incorporating these into your diet. Um, their input's very important too. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I've been hearing more and more about adaptogens in, you know, publications and things of that nature. Why do you think we're seeing a boom? Cause they're not new, right? These are things that have been around for like a hundred years or more. Mm. So are people just um, starting to get more into non-traditional wellness or what do you think is kind of sparking the boom? Yeah. So we've definitely, definitely seen a huge rise in how just adaptogens are even being used in people's lives. I mean, I just talked on the phone with someone who's creating an adaptogenic ice cream company. <laughs> wow. Which, yeah, they're just being incorporated into everything. Um, but I think like what's kind of happening is that modern science is really just now caught, catching on to what healing traditions, such as, you know, traditional Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic healing traditions have known for like hundreds of years, uh, which are that, 
mushrooms and adaptogens can have profoundly healing effects on the body. And then you kind of look at America as a whole, and um, we have these like this prevalence of mental health issues in our country. Um, there's something like seven percent of uh, American adults have depression. Um, and then around 20% have anxiety in the United States, in the United States. Wow. And so like we are a nation that is sick and are also pretty stressed. Um, so I don't think it's any surprise to see that people are looking for ways to heal themselves in a more holistic way, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, cause it's, 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 you know, when everybody is going through something, people are, are definitely going to try to figure out a way to make it work because the because the traditional medications are not working or if they are working, they're causing more harm than what they're fixing. And mm-hmm. I think people are just starting to kind of get tired of that. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's definitely like, you know, there's a really good segment of people that have depression, for instance, where the traditional SSRIs just don't work for them. And, um, like if we're just kind of looking at medicinal mushrooms as a whole, I actually think it's about 30% of patients with clinical depression therapy and SSRIs just don't work. And so what's been really, really cool is there's been this, I guess like movement in science right now where they're starting to study a psilocybin, uh, which is a compound found in, in psychedelic mushrooms, Mm. Um, and it's, it's just, it's so cool. I mean, I encourage anyone to just do a Google on the research that they've been doing. Um, they're actually looking, there's a group that's looking to get FDA approval for using psilocybin, um, in patients with, you know, non-responsive clinical depression. Um, and they've been seeing some amazing statistics and how it's, how this is actually working for people when nothing else is working. Um, so yeah, just if anyone out there is listening, just do a quick Google. It's, it's pretty cool. (laughs) Okay. And just to clear it up, uh, what are SSRIs? So SSRIs are the thing that if you were to go and ask your doctor or tell your doctor that you're depressed, Uh they are most likely going to prescribe you an SSRI. It's like a serotonin reuptake inhibitor. Basically, it's just like, you know, the classic antidepressant medication. Okay. Um, like Prozac. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So cool. All right. So then, okay, we, we've we decided, okay, this sounds great. I want to do it. I don't know what to do, though, but I know I want adaptogens in my life. Like, how do you decide what to use, which ones to go and, like, how much to take? Because mm-hmm. you, you want to be down, but you just don't know what to do. Yeah. So I would, so basically, like, if you were to actually take a look at some of these mushrooms and herbs, like, if you were to just, like, buy a reishi mushroom from the store, mm-hmm. there's just, there's, there's no way you're going to be able to eat it. Like, a reishi mushroom in particular is, like, basically like a frisbee. <laughs> and it's oh, really, wow. really hard. And so, nearly impossible to eat in my opinion though there are people who do it (laughs) um but they need to be extracted uh using water alcohol and these adaptogens can be made into capsules um tinctures or powders and so you have companies that'll just provide you with the um you know just like the one the single 
adaptogen that you're looking for in one mm. of those forms. And then you have companies like mine, like Pecan Valley, um, who will actually go out and find the optimal combination of adaptogens for you and put it into a a blend that you can just consume every day and not really have to worry about the the amount that you're trying to take because it would be you know listed on the bottle. Um, so those are kind of like your 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 options when you're looking for something like this. Um, and so yeah, I mean if you're really into um, if you just want it to be an easy <laughs> transition for you, um, I recommend looking at my company, peakandvalley.co. Um, or, you know, there are plenty of other companies as well um, that can provide you with the tinctures or powders that you would need. Um, and they will also give you a recommended dosage. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, well, tell us about, like, what kind of mixes or what kind of uh setups do you have cuz i'm all about the easy i mean if th- the work's already done um give it to me so mm-hmm. what are the options there yeah so with my company we have three different blends kind of like what i mentioned before um our most popular and probably the the best introduction to adaptogens is something called the balance my stress blend which does exactly what it says it um, protects against stress, uh, decreases feelings of fatigue, and it also may boost feelings of just overall well-being. And it contains reishi mushroom, um, eleuthero root, which is Siberian ginseng, um, and ashwagandha root with a little bit of cocoa powder too, just for taste. Um, and these are the the herbs and mushrooms that when I was doing my research, um, really, really had profound effects on my life and a lot of other people's lives when I, you know, kind of talk with some of the people who have bought the blend and um, experienced some really positive effects with their lives. Um, And then um, we also offer another blend called the Nourish My Brain Blend, um, which is really there to just kind of help you with boosting mental output um, and memory ability and also helping you with learning. And um, it contains a combination of herbs and mushrooms. One really cool mushroom called lion's mane mushroom, tremella, which is like snow mushroom, maca powder, and ashwagandha, again. And this one is is one of my favorites. I mean, I guess they're all my favorites. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I like... I like just got an email a few days ago from a like a single mom of two who she's like she was going back to school and was like telling me how this this blend and she's like started taking it every day has really, really helped her with managing her coursework. Um, and then, you know, the stresses that come with being a single mom. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's like the best mm-hmm. <laughs> testimonial. <laughs> yeah, she has just... a lot of stuff going on. So oh, yeah. if she noticed it, then it's got to be doing something. Mm-hmm. It just like makes my day whenever I receive these emails. <laughs> yeah. And then we have a Nurture My Skin Blend, which um, is the blend that helped me with my eczema. Um, like I mentioned before, but it um, helps with um, protect against inflammation, sun damage, and wrinkling. And um, really heavy on the inflammation portion. There's a really high curcumin content turmeric in there. And it 
is sourced from a company called Diaspora, which is an amazing company. They um, really are focused on, um, you know, providing equitable treatment to the farmers that they source from. Um, Yeah. And so that's also another option too. But then, you know, you can also do just a lot of different research online to see really what you think works for you and what company that you really want to work with. Um, That's something that like when I was doing my research, I spent a lot of time doing. And I really recommend that if you're considering incorporating these into your life, that you really trust the company that you're working with. Okay. What are like some of the red flags or warning signs that this may not be the best source? Because mm-hmm. I know that's kind of one of the things that you saw, like some places were good, but then some places, you know, were kind of a little iffy. What are mm-hmm. kind of things that if you see this, you know, maybe move on to somewhere else? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think when you're just talking about mushrooms, there are there are three things that you should really be looking for in a company. And so really with the mushrooms, you're just trying to make sure that you, whatever you're consuming has a really high beta glucan content. Um, you want to make sure it's actually helping you at the end of the day. And so that's kind of what you would need in order for, for it to be helpful. And so what you're going to need to look for is Um, Maybe emailing that company and asking them, okay, what were the mushrooms grown on? Um, Usually mushrooms are either grown on wood, as they would in the wild, or um, in the United States, a lot of mushrooms are grown on grain, um, usually like brown rice. And um, mushrooms that are grown on wood have a much higher beta-glucan content. Uh, So that's what you would be looking for. You really want that company to answer you and say, our mushrooms are grown on wood. Um, And then another thing that you really want to ask that company is what part of the mushroom is included in this formulation that you have? There's two different types of or parts of the mushroom that you're kind of going to be getting a response about. So like when you are going hiking and you see a mushroom on the floor next to you, what you're seeing above the ground is something called the fruiting body. Um, okay. And then below ground, there is uh, something called the mycelium. And that's actually where most of the mushroom's mass is. Um, it's kind of like the iceberg effect. <laughs> okay. And so what you really want that company to be responding and saying is that you, you want the fruiting body because that also provides more beta-glucan content than the mycelium. Um, and then another thing that you want to be asking is, or even just looking at the nutrition label that the company will have to post on their website, um, is you want to know, okay, am I eating powdered mushrooms or are these going to be extracts? And you really want to be looking for like, you know, red reishi mushroom extract instead of just red reishi mushroom, for instance, because the process of extraction breaks down the, the really strong cell walls that mushrooms have. Um, they're called chitin. Um, and basically, when you have them go through this extraction process, um, the beta-glucans are pulled out of those cell walls. And so it's easier for you to, to, for your body to absorb. Whereas if you're just eating a mushroom that was dried and then powdered, there's not going to be that that breakdown of the cell wall 
and the beta glucan content will be in the mushroom, but your body won't be getting any of it. If oh, that makes wow. sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I want, yeah. What's the point? I want all the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, that was really, really good and helpful. I, you kind of talked about it a little bit before, but how often do you use it? I know you were saying that the one lady uses it like once a day. Is that something um, the average person will be doing? Mm-hmm. Um, kind of how how do you know how much to take or how often to take? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, everyone's body is different. Um, but the key with consuming adaptogens is that you really need to be consistent with it. It's not the kind of thing where if you like, you know, take three tablespoons one week and then the next week you, you like, you know, just skip the whole next week. It it really needs to be something that you're con- uh, consistently ingesting in order for okay. you to feel an effect. And so with our blends on my site, uh, it's recommended that you take one teaspoon every day. Um, okay. And you can take that in whatever drink or concoction that you like or smoothie um, or in your coffee. But yeah, like that's kind of generally what you need to expect when you're incorporating these is just like consume them consistently. Well, yeah. And then if you can put it in your coffee or your smoothie, then that's something, you know, you're doing every day. So that just Mm -hmm. makes it that much easier to be consistent. Exactly. Like when you're trying to create a new habit, pairing that habit with another habit is always just the best way to make sure you're being consistent for sure. Right. And it's okay. Like hot, it sounds like hot drinks, cold drinks. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like whatever hot drink you're, <laughs> you're drinking will not be hot enough to degrade the molecules in, <laughs> okay. in um, what, what you're consuming. So yeah, like a lot of people, for instance, like to consume our balance, my stress blend, which kind of has like a chocolatey flavor in their coffee every day. Um, oh Yeah. Yeah. And then like how I personally, I actually take all three blends that we offer every day. And like, usually I'll just like put one tablespoon of one in a morning smoothie. And then I've got this other, like one of my favorite recipes is called a lemon turmeric tonic. It's on our website. Okay. Um, but it's just like, you know, lemons, turmeric, um, some gallon gall, and just a whole bunch of other really yummy things like orange juice. And I'd like make a big batch of it every week. And then I'll oh, put okay. the powdered blends in there. And then whenever I'm ready to, you know, whenever I want to drink, I'll just like shake it up, put it in a cup <laughs> and drink it. And so yeah. that like makes it really easy to just incorporate because it's already made for you. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. Yeah. You said that there's more. So that's really good. There's more recipes on the site. What other resources do you know about or would you recommend to just further your learning on adaptogens? Mm-hmm. So, hmm. I mean, we have a lot of, in specific, if you're looking for adaptogens on our website, we have a lot of um, just straight up scientific information on adaptogens. Like we break down okay. all the papers for you. And then another really cool website that I'd recommend to anyone who's incorporating like any sort of supplement into their life is examine.com. Um, they, it was actually started by a team of researchers that, um, actually came from the college I went to, uh, Johns Hopkins, and they created this website as like an unbiased source of information on, on just supplements. 
And oh, um, they kind of do the same thing where they go in and um, provide you a summary of how that supplement will help you. And then they tell you what is science backed um, and to what degree that they would be confident that um, you would experience X, Y, Z effect. Um, and so examine.com is definitely a really good research uh, resource for anyone. Right. That sounds really good for a lot of things, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely not just adaptogens. Like, you'll see everything in there. <laughs> okay. So, for somebody who is listening to you and is like, hey, I like what she did. I have ideas. I want to do something, too. What kind of advice would you have for somebody else who kind of wanted to get into that wellness space? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for anyone who's really trying to to start their own business or become an entrepreneur. Like I always like to say like one of the best pieces that I personally got from like piece of advice that I got was from my dad. Um, and it's so funny because it's like what I was saying earlier, consistency is key. And whenever you're starting anything new, um, you're going to, you know, launch and maybe not launch to a bunch of raving fans like you were expecting. But like consistently providing value to the world and whether that be through, you know, your social media posts or um, your company blog will eventually yield effects over the long term. Like, you know, if you're just consistently providing really great um, products and value, then it can't help but be noticed at the end of the day by someone. And whether that's months from when you launch or a few years it's going to happen. And so I think that, you know, just making sure that with whatever you are pursuing, that you are very consistent with how you're providing value. I think that's one of the most important pieces of advice that I personally received. Okay. That was really good. Yeah. Um, And I guess my final question is for um, as a black woman or a person of color, whatever, in the wellness space, do you feel like there are any special challenges that you've come across? Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. um, I mean, the thing is, is that like, there's a really big issue with the wellness industry in general is that it like, to be frank, just caters to Caucasian women with a disposable income. Mm. Um, And like being a woman of color in the wellness space is, it's just really frustrating sometimes because minorities aren't being represented in an industry that's supposed to be about mindfulness and self-care. Right. And so it, I mean, I've been trying to provide more diversity in this space personally with my company by making sure that women of color are represented. And one way I do that is by, you know, if you actually look at our product packaging, there's a woman of color on every single, (laughs) every single label. Um, And then also with the vendors that we use, you know, it's like important to realize that a lot of these wellness practices that we're incorporating in our lives actually came from people of color. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. This is not something that, you know, Western (laughs) civilization created. So I think it's just important that when you are incorporating these into your routine, that you are really cognizant of the fact that this came from, you know, these people of color 
and that they're providing this to you in a way. And like also sourcing from or um, working with companies that make sure that those people of color are actually really represented in the product that um, is the outcome. And then also making sure that they are fairly compensated for the things that they are doing. Um, So yeah, definitely working with companies that source mindfully and ethically, I think is a really good way to kind of like support the diversification of the wellness space. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's a challenge, but I like really in the past, like two years that I've had this company, I've seen such just um, improvement in how this wellness space is embracing people of color and how, you know, we're being better represented in this space. Um, So definitely there's hope. (laughs) Well, that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Progress is a good thing. Mm -hmm. And I hope that trend continues. I think that's all I had as far as questions. Did you have any other things that you wanted to add that we didn't really get into? No, but like really thank you for having me on. And, you know, for anyone who's listening and who, you know, wants to try out any of our blends, uh, you could just go in and use the code, yo, this can't be life 10 to get 10% off. Oh, nice. Mm Mm-hmm. That was so good. I know a lot of people will be excited about that. I love a good discount. So (laughs) (laughs) thank you. Also, can you repeat your website for us and Mm -hmm. maybe your social media? Sure. Um, So our website is peakandvalley.co. So C-O, not .com. And um, you can find us on Instagram at... Peak and Valley Co. And, you know, if you ever have questions about adaptogens or uh, just want to say hi, we're always open. (laughs) So you can just email us at hello at peakandvalley.co. We are like fundamentally really a a company that's focused on educating our people that we work with. And so like, if you ever have questions, I always encourage people to just shoot us an email. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Bree. This was awesome. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I learned a lot about adaptogens and really how the body handles stress in general. I love how Nadine has already done the hard work with the research, so I'll definitely be supporting this Black-owned brand. Don't forget, she gave us a discount code to use on peakandvalley.co. And that was Yo This Can't Be Life 10. An update since taping this interview is that you can also find the Peak and Valley Adaptogen Blends at Nordstrom.com from August to October 2020. You can find them in stores also at select pop-in locations. As always, do us a favor and rate, comment, and subscribe as this really helps out the show. Follow us on Instagram at Yo This Can't Be Life or email us at brie at yodiscanbelife.com. Until next time.